It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. Alright, what are we doing? Podcast? Ladies and gentlemen, Marcho recommends you put on your headphones now to listen to... Hey everybody, it's time for another Achieving Reality, the podcast. This week we talk about stuff and things and the Women in Horror Film Fest. Don't forget, we'll be at the Women in Horror Film Fest, February 27th through the 29th at the Strand in Marietta, Georgia. Be there or be square. Alright, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Gene Rally the Podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye now. Hey, Chris. Hey. Don't laugh. You're next. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh-huh. Why, why, why do you say that? Because you're the next one to get it. Why, are we going to make out later? You and Klaus, maybe. <laughs> Neil says it's okay. If <laughs> Neil says it's okay. So, uh, what did we do last week? We cut off our podcast. And? It was very nice. <laughs> no, we went to Taste of the Dead. Oh, you mean what did we do outside of the podcast last week? Yes. Yes, we went to Taste of the Dead. Yes. And uh, we saw, well, I didn't see him. I don't know if you did. Steve Gutenberg and yeah. Oh, you saw Gutenberg mm-hmm. and uh, Richard Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, and uh, I know he was in Jaws and all that. It just seems odd. There are not very many people at the Days of the Dead with Academy Award nominations. There, well, there's that. Yeah, uh, Linda Blair was there, and the guy who played the um, Gilman. Oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, Rico Browning was there. Yeah. The man in the suit in the water. Right. He actually played the gill man. In the water. In the water. Not well, outside the water. Only in the water? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tony Todd was there. He looked a lot better after what he went through a couple of years ago. And uh, Kathleen Turner was there. Kathleen Turner was there. John Cusack was supposedly there, but I didn't see him. Yeah, John Cusack was supposed to be there. He probably, he probably was. And he had a table. 
and he had stuff set up on it. Never saw him sitting at it, but he was there, supposedly, somewhere. We saw our good friend uh, Stacy Palmer and uh, April Bell, and we got to see Diego the Destroyer at the uh, horror pack at the horror pack booth, which we walked by twice. Then I realized where it was. Oh, and we saw Vanessa from uh, the Women in Horror Film Festival, which we'll be doing at the end of this month mm -hmm. at the Strand in Alpharetta. So. What? I mean, in Marietta, all these Eddas. And at the Strand in Marietta. I drove all over Alpharetta looking for that place, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So we'll be there doing that, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, because I got stuff to read about that. Oh, you do? I does. I have a list of movies that are showing. Ah. And who's doing the questions and answers? The Q&As. That's what I said. Question and answers. Well, the audience will be doing the questions. <laughs> Yes, Chris, the audience will be doing the questions. And some other people will be doing a couple of questions as well that aren't in the audience. So how are they going to do the questions if they're not there? Well, they'll be there. They're just not sitting in the audience. They happen to be on stage with uh -huh. the, the people who will be doing the answers. Dick. So, uh, Is that your way of saying you, who's going to be moderating the Q&A panels? Uh, not, as, not as such, because it changes from movie to movie yeah so I'm not really they're not really moderating anything they just get up you know they announce the people the people come up and then that person asks a couple, basically emceeing for that movie whatever but weirdly enough and you showed me this the other day Days of the Dead for all of those you don't know it's basically strictly a horror convention it's a, it's a once it's usually a once a year thing like most conventions Comic Con comes goes done done with your city until the next year well it'll be back in August early August and with we have no idea who well we know that there's a well now I forgot who it was but I know of it, oh well, one of the Soka sisters will be here for it and there's a couple other people they've well, already announced it's yes. not on their page but when you sent me that info mm -hmm. I went and researched it, and they they did say three people that will be here. One of the Soka sisters will be coming, and then a couple others that I unfortunately cannot remember. So if there's enough people there that I think are super cool and I wouldn't mind, you know, rubbing elbows with for, you know, five minutes, I might buy tickets and go again. Apparently, the Knights of Ren will be there. Ah, that's the other. Yeah, the Knights of Ren, there's like six of them. I guess I have to be in costume because otherwise I won't know who they are. True. And even then, I'll just be like, "Oh, these guys are really good cosplayers." <laughs> There's that too. So the Knights of Ren, the One Soka sister, and uh, Jen and Sylvia Soka. Oh, both Soka sisters then. So that makes it even cooler. And Barbara Eden. That's the one I couldn't remember. Barbara Eden. Jeannie will be there. That's interesting. That's going to be super cool. Only problem I see is now, it's getting... Thanks, she used to scare the hell out of me. <laughs> it's getting away from horror and starting to get into more pop culture, so it's well, starting that's, to become... Actually, that's, how, that's how they're promoting themselves now, pop culture festival. Uh, all right. Well, then it's just going to turn into another Dragon Con and be an absolute disaster after a little while. No, you don't know. 
If they keep, keep it small, I mean, they're not two, three, four rooms max. If they can keep it small, then fine. I'll keep, I'll continue going. But when you guys start charging two hundred dollars for two days worth of uh, actual able to do anything in the con, yeah, Dragon Con is two hundred dollars uh, for four day passes now. Oh, so apparently the uh, director's cut of Doctor Sleep is on the uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. They actually let the director go back in and finish the effects for the additional scenes and basically put Charles Green back into the movie. Hey! He may may be in the movie, the theatrical cut, too. There's a picture of him. Oh, very cool, with the creepy twins. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll have to pick it up now. Yeah, I was was looking at it yesterday, but it's like $25 now. So I'm kind of excited. I can't wait to see who's going to end up showing at that in August. What else? Wednesday Adams was there. That's right. Wednesday Adams and Cousin Ed. And Cousin Ed. They were both or there. Tweaky, depending on Twiggy. Your frame of reference. Yeah. There was one of the Jasons there. The one from the reboot. Yeah. Derek Mears or something? Yeah, Derek Mears. Yeah. Big dude. Well, yeah. That's how you get the job. Partially. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. I can't remember everybody uh, that was there. But uh, it's it's nice. If you want to be able to, except for like the super crazy big stars that end up with the line all the way out the building and around the building and back in the building and then upstairs and then back downstairs and then in a couple of different guest like rooms. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, like Dreyfus or... Uh, weird. Or um, Cassandra Peterson well, had the one it year. It would be weird just seeing, going someplace and seeing Richard Dreyfus there. True, but to go to a what's supposed to be a horror convention, and Richard Dreyfus is there. Yeah, really kind of. Yeah, it was just weird. It was. It is he weird. Looked, but looked, then again, he was in Jaws, so he looked like he was, you know, enjoying himself. It sounded like he was enjoying himself. He said everybody who talked to him said he was real nice and. Yeah, he just—he's like that guy. Like, makes me feel like he's like your uncle, you know. Well, I think he used to be a lot more pretentious and you know, serious about being an actor and whatnot. And I think the last few years he's just sort of like, yeah. That's how they all should be anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, be serious about your, he, your your occupation. Ever since he had did the cameo in Piranha. Oh, yeah. Piranha 3D. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's in the beginning of that. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yes, but you also like all the Sharknados too. And the Lava Rantula. I haven't seen the last one. Oh, yeah. Literally, it's called like the last one or the final one or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of Lava Rancho, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Looking good. I didn't he, see him, so. He was very energetic and talking to people and seemed like he was having a good time, so. He's another one. I think he's just kind of happy to be there. Kind of thing. I mean, I didn't have, have enough money to go see all these people and talk to them and get them to sign things. Well, you had plenty enough money to go and talk to them because you don't have to spend anything to stand in line and just shake their hand and say, hey, and talk to them for a couple seconds. Hey, man, I really like you. Not enough to spend any money on you, but I, I really like you. So it was, I liked it. It was it was a good show. It was a little... There weren't as many vendors this time. It didn't seem like there were. It's like there was a lot of people signing stuff, which is It didn't seem like there was great. many celebrities there either. There, there's just, no, not really. They spent their money on names and then and not filling out the crowd. Yeah. I mean, the, the people from uh, Night of the Demons were there. Yeah. But they put them out in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down a corridor, actually. I also think that that was... A misstep. Oh, Michael Bean was there. Michael Bean? Aliens, Terminator? Oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Steve back in 89? Steve, 1989. Yeah, there's a picture of him from Terminator up on his little shelf of interesting things. Oh. I was like, what are you talking It's like in every episode. Yeah, technically. Him and Frank Zappa. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in how they had it designed this year. Maybe they're getting too big for their britches and they need to it move. It's like it was really in transition. It's like, we don't have as many, yeah. quote unquote, celebrities, but we have bigger celebrities. Yeah, it's not like yeah. it wasn't like four wrestlers that haven't wrestled in forty years. Yeah, it wasn't like here are the kids from the gate, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean that that's still cool, you know, for folks around our age. You know, well, did you see that? You're like, oh, yeah. So, and in fact, even, I just read another little thing well, today. They totally spent their money getting bigger celebrities yeah. instead of getting more celebrities. True, true. But then that's like saying Sid. And Kane and um, Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley aren't big. Well, they are, but none of them were there. Not this year because, well, it seems like they were trying to broaden their appeal and be more of a pop culture con. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, I got to say, that's the one thing that really bothers me when conventions start as something and then that's how they're known and then they kind of switch gears. Dragon Con started as a sci fi. I think they're still going to. Sci-fi horror convention. I, I think they're still going to keep some kind of horror yeah. element to it because that's their, their fan base at the moment. Right, right. And they're still called Days of the Dead. Exactly. So, I mean, if you call yourself Days of the Dead and you're, we're Days of the Dead, pop culture con. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. Then bring back Walker Stalker con. No. But bring it back in a Days of the Dead style. No, let's not bring back Walker Stalker. No, no, please do. And... But don't do it in the shit box that it is, where you pay to get in, you can see like five people, they're all vendors, but if you want to see stars, you got to pay another hundred dollars. Well, you can see them, you can walk past. Oh yeah, can't get in line. No, no. Which oh, is, you didn't buy the you didn't buy the level two foot pass. It was like you're right, I didn't. Pass. But I'm gonna go and get in line anyways, and I'm gonna give them twenty bucks when I get there, or forty bucks, so we can sign my picture. And if you don't like it. Fuck off. <laughs> or another will... Or start another con. They will call security and have you fuck off. Probably not. Because there'll be enough people there to be like, nah, we're all going to kind of hang out here. Those of you who don't know, Walker Stalker Con was, of course, based off The Walking Dead. No, not based. It is a Walking Dead con. It started out okay, and then the guys who started it got incredibly greedy and... Change the whole format, and you paid to get in, and then if you wanted to go and chat and get pictures and autographs and everything with the stars, with the big stars, with yeah, with the big stars, you had to like double your price and then do that, and then just to be able to get in line, yeah, just to get in line, and then if you wanted to Let's see the, the 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 really big stars, the really big stars is even more. And if you wanted to get a picture them, taken with them, them, hidden, yeah, they hide them behind. The curtain, so you can't with the wizard, so you won't actually even get a chance to see them. No, and uh, because of that, uh, you know the biggest stars are dropping out of it left and right. Actually, I think it's dead now. I don't think it actually does any. I don't think it's going to be coming coming open this year. So all the main stars are dropping out of it. Norman Reedus, who even has a restaurant here with uh, Nicotero. I mean, they all they all commented. So, yeah, it's not worth it. 
Uh, if you're going to spend your money on it, don't. You, there's plenty of other conventions you can go to, like Monsterama. You know, you, you treat the fans like shit, and they and they don't punch you in the neck. In this case, the uh, people that the fans were there to see were on the forefront of that. And you know, we went that first year, and they had like the whole cast of Z Nation was there, and they had like people from Lost, and it was huge. And there's this giant number of people. Bruce Campbell was there. Yeah, and well, in the first Lee Majors was four there. Four or five years that it was around, it was a major, major convention, and, and it was worth a damn. You could walk right, you know, walk, get right in line and go see these people. And right. And like I said, then the guy who created it got really goddamn greedy and was like, I'm going to make more money Well, fucking the, the fans out of uh, money. Well, you know, Norman Reedus is sitting over there signing autographs and Let's be honest, a lot of money's flowing past that table. Well, yeah. Because people are going up there and they're willing to pay the whatever it is to get the pictures and mm-hmm. autographs and whatnot. I'm not sure the management looked at it and said, like, you know, we're not getting a cut of those tables. They're not supposed to. They're like, yeah, that's a lot of money flowing over there. We're not getting a part of it. Well, okay. So what we'll do is we'll put those tables back there and you'll have to pay to get access to them. And then... Which is what you've already paid for. Exactly. You paid... To get access. I to mean, it. I can understand if you got into the con for free. If you go to let's just we'll just use Dragon Con as an example. If you go to Dragon Con and they allowed you in for free, but the only way you could get into the Walk of Fame was to pay a hundred dollars at the door. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot. Forty bucks at the door. That's a lot for the privilege of spending hundreds of dollars to get autographs. Well, I'm doing, but I'm what I what I'm going to say is everything else you can do. Dealers tables free. Art free, everything you go is free. Yeah. Go see talent free. Well, unless you want to buy stuff, we'll go see talent. Go see them. I mean, if you want to walk around, basically, it would turn it into a giant, sh- a very niche shopping mall. But if you want to go see the stars, you got to pay extra. That I could kind of see. Well, you got to pay, not extra, just pay. Mm-hmm. I could kind of see that. But with what they did was, oh yeah, you got to give me fifty dollars to get in the convention, and then and they, then oh yeah, by the way, you got to give me another hundred dollars on top of that if you want to actually see the like stars you want to see. I think the VIP tickets were going for like two hundred. Well, I'm just pulling numbers. So that's you're looking at if you're bringing you and your girl or whatever significant other you have, you're looking at three hundred dollars just to get in, just to get in and see some people. See, yeah, some people. That's it. That that's bullshit. What what would be nice is if they set this thing up like like Walker Stars set it up with all the tables and the vendors and the celebrities and at all their tables, and then not charge to get in. Yeah, like and then basically you know each of the tables it says okay ten percent goes to the convention. So you make nice round number a thousand dollars at your table, then the convention gets ten percent. Yeah, I yeah if you if you if you think about those if you're doing that kind of those t-shirt places, they're, they're selling them like $25 a piece, and they're selling a bunch of them. Yeah, and they're they're paying 4 or $5 a piece for the shirt. Mm-hmm. And it matters what kind of numbers they're ordering them in. They mean, they had a wear. So, I mean, if the convention is getting 10 to 25% of all the commerce that goes on in there. Yeah, that would that would help. But then there's this. Then like, have the people pay like 10 bucks to get in there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And more people are going to go. And more people are going to go. So if you normally, if you were charging 50 bucks a head or 100 bucks a head to just go, people are like, eh, 
So you're going to have 10,000 people. Well, you charge 20 bucks a head to go, you're going to double, if not triple, that number. So the next year, you'll end up with 30,000 people. They're spending 10 bucks or 20 bucks a head to get in, and then they're blowing $200 in the event. And what I would say to do, if you're going to set up a convention like that, is you have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday's going to be kind of a half. Well, it's, yeah, it'll be a half day. It'll, it'll be, be mostly, mostly gathering your tickets. It'll be and, a whole day for those people, but yeah. for most people, they will they'll have to go to work or do something, yeah. you know, take care of their kids or something, and they'll come or travel in the later half of the day, or they'll just be getting into town. Get rid of the three day thing. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the same people are going to be there all three days. The same events are going to be going on. It's like we have this panel, this panel, this panel, this panel, this panel, this panel, and we're doing the same panel on all, all three days. days. So if you miss it on Friday, you can go. Or if you miss it on Saturday, you'll be able to see it Sunday. Right, you go to one on Sunday. Yeah. That way it's like people that, I know there are people that like to go, oh, we'll spend the whole weekend over at the convention. But most of these conventions aren't worth spending a weekend at. No. Like Dragon Con, I can understand it because there's a lot of stuff going on in you know, rooms and people are doing and, stuff outside and you, of the yeah, convention. And you have to stand around in lines for four and five hours at a shot. Mm-hmm. But Walker Stalker. Thanks, Atlanta. But Walker Stalker, I mean, it was big. But well, they went into the they went into the World Congress Center, and they just they pulled down all the all the false walls and just had one giant room. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, you go into it the one day, you're pretty much done. Yeah. But so I, I even mean, if I had like a couple thousand dollars to spend and I wanted to get autographs from all my favorite celebrities that are there, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm probably going to have them. Yeah, and if not, because one's not there, so you just go back the next day. Or you don't. Or you don't. And you just get it online, or maybe you go down to Sonoya and you run into them by accident. But don't you know? sit there. I mean, don't try and sell these packages. Just You get a ticket for Friday, you get a ticket for Saturday, you get a ticket for Sunday. Yeah. Same price, cross the board, $10 a ticket. Well, I can you see. Pay $30, bucks, you can have a day. You can have one for each day. I can see. Just going, to kind of cut down on the number of people who are there each day. Yeah. I can see going up in price on Saturdays, like most of them do, just because well, that's yeah. the busiest day. Yeah, I guess. So you can go. People are packing up on Sunday and they're yeah. just getting there on Friday. So. Right. So you do, you know, we'll just use these small numbers again. You do a $10 Friday, a $10 Sunday, and you do like a $25 Saturday. Or $20 Saturday. Well, and it, fine, $20 Saturday. People are still going to go because I, that's I just, the day they've think, got to do They can. That most people are going to be able to do it. Yeah. Because people aren't, they're going to schedule that day or I'm off on Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to go Saturday. If I can't get everything that I want that day, because it's so busy, I'll show up Sunday for a couple hours, done. Being, I mean, being honest. No, if, lie to me. If the same thing's going on each day, there's no point in coming in coming the second day or the third day. Right. Now, unlike San Diego Comic Con and Dragon Con and Emerald City Con, the bigger, the really big named ones, people that ones, ones that people know and things like that, Yes, multiple days are needed because, like you said a, a little bit ago, they're huge. You know, it's going to be insane this year, though. Me? No, uh, Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. They've released the voice cast list for He-Man, the new He-Man. Oh, yeah, I saw that. For Kevin Smith's new He-Man? Yeah. If they if they have a thing there, that's going to be insane. Oh, if any of them are there, it's... it's. I would imagine that they would... Uh, you know if Mark Hamill shows up. Well, Mark Hamill. They might as well just shut the city down. Mark Hamill and, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Kevin Smith. He's one of the voices? He's the showrunner. Well, I know that. He's another voice. He probably, he probably will at some point. Maybe. Just do men at arms. 
No, they already got someone from Man. I know, but that would have been kind of that would have been fun. Or, or Orko. They could have given Orko to Muse. Didn't I think they did? No, no, he's Stinkor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that would put a whole new spin on that character. It would be funny as hell. They need to do a Thundercats movie and have Muse as Snarf. But uh, so there we go. That's Snoogins. Yeah, what? Yeah. I mean Snarf. <laughs> Snoogins. Snoochie Boochies. What? Snarfy Warfy. <laughs> So uh, there you go. That's our take on cons and what we did. We'll see how He-Man goes and then... <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, cue con music. Okay. With a question mark. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Other than the big yawn. Tired. Yeah. It's one of those days. So, I have the uh, list of the movies that are showing for the Women in Horror Film Festival, which is taking place at the Strand in Marietta, Georgia, mm-hmm. February 27th through the 29th. Now, don't you fall asleep there. I don't have much choice. Yeah, you do. I don't. Thursday, which is the 27th and the day it starts. Thursday, have, Thursday, Thursday. They have six... They have three movies from 6 to 9.15. First one is Supernatural Shorts at 6 o'clock. That's a, that's a block. Really. Yeah, it's a block. I guess it would be a, lot, yeah, a block of movies. Yeah, which will be short films with Supernatural films. Right. With uh, And the q and A's with Scott Bradley. The uh, 7.15 feature film is The Dark Red. And then... Brown. Yeah. Following that, there's a 15-minute... All of them are 15-minute Q&As, but following that is the 15-minute Q&A with Adam Marcus. Then at 9.15 are student shorts. That would be kind of interesting. Uh, with Rick Sierra, or Sarah. with Student shorts with Rick Sierra. <laughs> that sounds like a, like a TV show. Then on February, because that's the end of the night. Uh, February? On Friday, the 28th, starts at 12 for movies. Noon. Yeah, noon. It starts um, at midnight. Starts at midnight. Yay! Um, so inter- fan event. Special fan event. Yeah. International shorts and uh, the Q&A is Tally, Tally Melnick. Sorry if I got that wrong. Or butchered it. Or butchered it. Uh, then at 2 o'clock it's thriller shorts with the same person. Then 345 is renegade shorts uh, with Shana Connolly. Renegades. And then... I don't know what that is. I don't know, a bunch of gorilla filming. Stuff that doesn't fit into the other categories? Probably. Then they're at 5.30... Miscellaneous. Yeah. Um, 5.30 is the comedy shorts with Tiffany Warren. 7.15 is the feature film Black Lake with Scott Bradley. Which Uh, is cool with Scott Bradley. Maybe it's him. It'd be interesting. It'd be wild, wouldn't it? It'd be weird. 9.15 9.15 is the Socially Conscious Shorts, also with Shana Connolly. Then... Socially Conscious Shorts. Yeah. And then, of course, there's, you know, stuff, as we all know, going on around this. It's like one of those things you order from Gwyneth Paltrow's site. <laughs> socially Conscious Shorts. Yeah, they, they fit just right. But, but not too right. But not too right. They don't lift your ass, no camel toe. You know, that kind of thing. Good coverage. Natural fiber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smell like patchouli. Ew. Uh, I, uh, no. Uh, then Saturday, the final day, the 29th, 
at noon. And yes, there is the 29th this year. Yes, that's right, because it is a leap year. And it's the Summer Olympics this year in Tokyo. And time to change the president. Uh, start changing the president, but yes. Uh, youth shorts with Vanessa Wright. Then at 115 is regional shorts with Melissa Kunup. Featured that again. That's what I do. Uh, then at 1245 is a feature film, Cold Wind Blowing. Must have just filmed it outside. Cool. Uh, and that's with Jason Bradford. Then at 5 p.m. is the horror shorts. And that's Adam Marcus. And then at 6.30 is another feature film. It's Mass Hysteria. It's with, Mass Hysteria! With... Good thing they scheduled it, though. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta, you gotta schedule it nowadays. Nobody has the time for Mass Hysteria. Oh, look, 7.30. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> and then... Uh, that'd, be, so, that'd be a great block of films. Right? Mass Hysteria, all hell breaks loose. And followed the, by regret. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, the, so the 6.30 feature film, Mass Hysteria... The question and answers with me. It is. So I get to do the question and answer for Mass Hysteria, which is kind of fitting. Uh, <laughs> I can't sleep together. So that's, that's how he's going to open the damn Q&A. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's I, not. I already know. Because I'm going to forget. So No, you're going to think it's, you're going to think you just came up with it. No, how I won't. How clever you are. No, I won't. Yes, you will. No, trust me, I won't. I will play this back. Um, I'm not, I'll play this back on February 30th. I'm not going to... <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. So I'm just gonna have a loop of that for that week's episode. I'm not gonna do it. I know, no, no, I'm not thirty minutes of this Larry denying what he's about to do. <laughs> so um Did you get chance to listen to the episode? No, I hadn't listened to it yet. Okay. So for Thursdays, the feature film, the director of that film, Dan Bush, is attending. And so there's there's a little bit of the list. I get to pull out for the mass hysteria. I got Jeff Ryan and Ariel Cimino, C-I-M-I-N-O. But so that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm real excited. We are, as we've said before, we are going to be press at this. We are also bringing Chris Pettit, our uh, friend of the show and cinematographer, uh, also because he has audio equipment and we don't. Uh, well, we, well do, we but, do, but not enough to knock out all the surrounding sound. Getting room tone there would be nigh on impossible. No. Only getting room tone is what we'll be doing. Yeah. So well, I got enough room tone to filter everything out. <laughs> to filter, yes, everything out. So uh, I'm real excited. I, I don't know what wow, else. Was really good. Just a little hiss. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> so uh, sorry, Chris was deflating off the. Send him across the way and get I'm him to get filled. Simulating the, the warmth of analog. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know what else is actually going on. All I know is about it is the films. And if it's a strictly film fest, then that's kind of it. Well, I mean, they're... Which means that we'll have more time in between films to actually do interviews. Well, there'll be people there. I'm sure there'll be tables and stuff. And yeah, there will be tables for... people and buy somebody's video or something. Yeah, but I don't think there's going to be, like, vendors and the whole, like, a convention-style thing. Like, I don't see pretty spooky things showing up there. You know, the one with the shirts and all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there might be people... Like, the filmmaker shows up. Yeah. Here, there's a table full of my videos. Right, right. That'll definitely give us a little more time. Oh, there you go. We'll just take, a, we'll just take copies of all of our podcasts. And sell them? Download cards. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, sorry, take one. I'm, I'm real. Yeah, take one, please. This um, one has a code on it. It means nothing. <laughs> you type the code in. Say, sorry, you already used this code. What? 
No, it's, it's a, there's no place to put the code in. Yeah. But, um... Hmm. You, were you able to get the episode? Yeah, yeah. Downloaded fine. All right. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see what it's like. I can't wait to do the question and answer. Honestly, she hit me up the other day and was like, do you want to do the question and answer? I was like, um... And then I asked her if it was the two of us. She's like, well, we've only got 15 minutes of question and answer. Because you and I could do 30 minutes of, of, you know, comedy up there. You'd know that from listening to the show. Right? Well, yeah. But, uh... Hello! So, yeah. I, I'm excited. That's what's going no, on. No, 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 I'll, I'll be up there for that. We come out Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. I'll just walk off. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, come and see us. At uh, the Strand in Marietta, Georgia, uh, January, January, oh, I'm going back in time, February 27th. We'll be at the next show. February 27th through the 29th. Stay around till the end and you can watch me make a fool out of myself on stage, uh, even though I only asked two questions and introduced two people. That's enough time for me to fuck something up real bad. And one of those questions is, does anybody have any questions? Well, no, that would be the third question. Does any questions have anybody? <laughs> what? Who? So, uh... Hey, man. Hey, man. Name's Neil, and I got a question. Larry wasn't here today, so I'm coming out here to talk to you about some stuff and things. Questions. Do you have any questions? What was the inspiration for making this film? Nah, I don't know. You had to ask somebody else. Well, any more questions? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see the movie, man. I had my eyes closed. I was asleep. Uh, but, um, yeah. So, should do that. Should hide in the back of the theater. If anybody has any questions, I'll raise my hand. Hey, man, have you been in my freezer again? <laughs> hey, cool, man. Y'all cut it out. You gotta get out of my freezer. My jelly roll cheeseburgers are missing again. Jelly roll. Ew. Jelly roll cheeseburger. No, they were donut cheeseburger. Jelly rolls, worse. No, there's lucky the, fruit and fucking stuff in there. On their hamburgers. Yeah, tomato. No, no, jelly stuff. Tomato is a fruit. So ketchup. No. I mean, no. Well, like like blueberry or raspberry stuff and whatnot. I see it all the time at these fruit food restaurants. Well, I don't eat at those frou-frou restaurants because I can't afford a $50 hamburger that I can make for eight twenty-two. <laughs> so, come see us. Or not. Please do. At, uh... We'll give you some visible glitter. The Strand. No, we won't. The Strand in Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, February 27th through the 29th. The show, keep the movies on. start at noon. Keep it on the table. And spoon. end at 9.30. Taster spoons. And uh, we'll see you there. So cue sparkly music. Hey, everybody. That's another episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast, done and done. I'd like to stress to come and see us at the Women in Horror Film Festival at The Strand in Marietta, Georgia, February 27th through the 29th. It'll be a really great show. Look them up at wihff.com on the interwebs. 
And for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, don't forget to come and see us at the Women in Horror Film Festival, February 27th through the 29th at The Strand in Marietta, Georgia. See you next week. Hey everybody, Larry here from Achieving Reality, the podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right, Achieving Reality, the podcast is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. That's just weird. Thank you.